After spending the first couple of years of my virtual assistant journey doing everything for everyone, I've definitely learned the power of the phrase, just because you can do everything doesn't mean you should. You've heard me talk about the phrase unicorn VA before, right? That's the industry term for a multi-talented and well-rounded virtual assistant. As I shared last week, that's kind of who I was at the beginning of my VA journey. We often see the phrase unicorn VA pop up where clients are looking for that magical person who can do all the things for them, from inbox management to social media to copywriting to website updates and everything in between. And most new virtual assistants like me are proud at the beginning of their journey to be able to offer all of those different services. And when we see job postings like that, it feels like a dream opportunity. But take it from someone who's been there. As magical as the word unicorn sounds, it's covering up an ugly truth. Being someone else's everything will only lead you to frustration and it will keep you stuck in your business. In this episode, I'm sharing why unicorn virtual assistants often get burnt out quickly and don't hit their income goals. If you're a multi-talented service provider who hasn't seen the growth you'd expect in your business based on your skills, this episode is just for you. You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome into the Support Squad podcast. So I always like to give a little bit of a disclaimer whenever I'm talking about the term unicorn VA. I know that some of us use that word differently, but for our purposes, we're talking about someone that is multi-talented, well-rounded, and is kind of doing way too many different things for their clients. And I want to let you know right now, there is no shame if that's where you are right now. That's where I was for the first couple of years in my business. It's common for really talented people to have a hard time finding direction in their business. But today I want to share why it might be time for you, if that's where you are right now, to to start to shift out of that all-purpose kind of unicorn VA, everything to everyone, and start to think seriously about niching your business. One of the biggest problems when you are that unicorn VA is that you're not in the driver's seat of your own business. You know, you think about these clients who post these job ops looking for this this unicorn VA. They're not looking for someone who's going to come into their business and show them how things are done. They're looking for someone that's going to take a lot of tasks off their plate and kind of be at their whim a little bit. So one reason a lot of us start our businesses is because we hear this phrase, be your own boss. You know, we think as a virtual assistant, we can be free of like the corporate boss, be free of our nine to five and finally be working for ourselves. And what I found is that when I went into my business as a unicorn VA offering all of these different services, I suddenly found myself with four bosses. (laughs) I had four clients who relied on me for a lot and they all relied on me for very different things. So that's when I realized like being a virtual assistant, you know, that be your own boss thing is kind of a myth until you really niche down your business and find some structure. 
So if that was your goal in your business too, to be your own boss, to really have more control over your day, over your life, over the kinds of work you do, it's not going to serve you to continue to work for clients in that general VA capacity. You'll be your own boss and you'll feel more in control and find more freedom when you do start to move towards a more specialized way of working with people. Another place that comes up where we're really not in the driver's seat, it happens right from the get-go. That dynamic really gets established in the discovery call because think about it. If we get on a discovery call with a potential client that's looking for a unicorn VA, what that call turns into is them just explaining their wish list of everything they need a virtual assistant to do. And what you might not realize is that when you become more specialized in your business, so you're so much more in control of that conversation because you know what kind of process you're going to lead your client through. You know what kind of transformation you can provide, whereas the client that shows up to a sales call with a unicorn VA and just has a laundry list of tasks, They though, that client doesn't really have an end goal. They don't have an end result that they want. And so it's hard to kind of make them see what you can do for them. I also find that when that dynamic is established with a client where they're just telling you all the things they desperately need a VA for, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do all of these different things? I need that magic unicorn to help me. A lot of times what happens is that is a very busy person that does not have time to manage someone. And when you are kind of that all-purpose general VA, it really does take a lot of communication and a client that's willing to manage that relationship because you're not really clear exactly what they need. And so what ends up happening a lot of times is those relationships fall apart. If there's not a clear reason that they're coming to you, if you're not providing a clear result from that, like start to finish, if you're just doing all of these different things, it can be hard to know where to begin. And they get overwhelmed thinking about how to bring you onto all these systems. And I see this a lot with um, folks in my membership, um, clients I've worked with. What happens is these clients kind of back off. They get overwhelmed by the prospect of managing this virtual assistant client relationships. And a lot of times they ghost or they move on to something else. They decide, you know what? This is too hard to manage a person doing all these different things. I'm just going to keep doing it myself because I'm too overwhelmed to even know where to begin. So that's another way that unicorns get, um, you know, screwed over a little bit because it's like they can do all of these things, but the person that needs all of those things done probably doesn't have their business totally together in order to support a virtual assistant on their team. And then, of course, one of the places you're going to get hit the hardest as a unicorn VA is in your pockets. Because what happens when you offer all of these different services, it becomes nearly impossible to create packages for your business. So you get locked into an hourly pricing And in case you didn't know, hourly pricing is not really the best, most profitable, sustainable way to price your services. And there's a couple of reasons why. So first of all, we all know that different services have different value. So maybe scheduling social media posts, that doesn't have the same value as doing copywriting for a sales page. And if your client has you doing both of those things, All of those things require different skill sets and they're valued at different rates. 
And then what they tend to do then is get kind of nitpicky because they don't see the value because they see it all kind of lumped together as one. And so they start to wonder, why was she so quick with uploading those social media posts, but she's taking forever with writing that sales page? And they start to think maybe this virtual assistant is trying to like pull the wool over my eyes or charge me more hours for work that shouldn't take that long because they don't see the value of all of those separate services. And this kind of goes into something that I share a lot. Um, I get a lot of business owners coming to me looking for a VA, and that's um, because I have my matchmaking for support squad members. But a lot of times they come to me with like that laundry list of things, and I always tell them, The problem is it wouldn't be good for one person to do all of these different things because all of these skills and tasks would be valued at different rates and it doesn't make sense for one person to do all those different things. So I'm always on the VA side. I'm always trying to coach business owners hey, it's going to make a lot more sense to really hire the right person for this job. So it really goes both way with our clients. I've definitely found with business owners, it doesn't serve a business owner to have a unicorn and one person doing all these different things in their business. It really doesn't work for them either. So it's really a lose-lose situation to to when you're a virtual assistant offering too many services. It's not good for you. It's not good for your clients. Another terrible thing that happens when you stick with hourly pricing is that you actually punish yourself for getting better at your job, which is a tragedy. So when I think about like podcast management, for example, since I'll be talking about that a lot over the next month, but when I think about podcast management, you know, when you first start as a podcast manager, maybe it takes you a little longer to edit some things. Um, Maybe you haven't figured out all the systems yet. You don't, you're still having to look some things up. You're having to take a little longer. But over time, every time you produce a new episode, it goes a little bit faster. If you're charging hourly pricing for that, what happens is you're working faster and getting paid less. So when you are a unicorn VA who's doing all these different services and you haven't learned how to create a package, you're really selling yourself short. You're missing out on income and you actually could be moving backwards in your business and you could be making less money for a certain task than you should be making. So you definitely want to consider that hourly pricing when it comes to asking yourself, should I niche down or not? And if you can't create packages with your current services, you should definitely consider niching down. One other terrible thing that happens, which also affects our pockets as unicorn VAs is inconsistent income. So let's say you're a social media manager who has set packages. You know that every month your client is going to need the same amount of social media posts. They're going to need that same thing. So you have this package and you can keep them consistent because they'll want to stay committed to their marketing plan. Whereas if you're just an all-purpose VA who's doing many different things, like I found when I was working with my clients as more of a general VA, they would go through a launch and suddenly I'd be working around the clock from them. I'd be up all night. I had no balance and then in my life. And then after that launch was over, my clients would kind of take a break for a while or say they're going to take a major step back for a little bit. And again, because I was pricing hourly, I would see a major reduction in my monthly income. It was really hard to stay consistent when I didn't have a clear structure for how I was working with clients. And I hear that a lot from new virtual assistants. They say, I had a really good month and then I had a really bad month. And the way that we get out of that 
is we build packages that allow our clients to work with us on a consistent, ongoing basis. We create that scope of work. We show them why they need us consistently. And it's hard to do that if we're doing a gajillion different things. And kind of the final reason that being a a unicorn virtual assistant ends up not letting you be as profitable as you want to to be is because it becomes really difficult to scale your business. Now, when I talk about scaling your business, what I mean is you've reached that point where you, you have a full roster of clients, you want to earn more, but you don't have any more time. So there's a couple of ways you can earn more, right? You can hire team members, you can start to create passive offers, you can start to create create more high ticket offers like VIP days or intensives. But if you don't have a specialty and if you're offering too many different things, it can be really hard to think about what those offers are going to be. So we know that to sell like a product that people need to see you as an expert in whatever your niche is. If you're going to create a digital product with Pinterest marketing because you've really come to love it, but on your social media, it kind of seems like you're all over the place. People don't know that Pinterest marketing is really your thing. And so that uh, that product becomes harder to sell. Whereas if you do have a specialty, it's so much easier to come up with ideas on what digital products to offer. It becomes so much easier to market them because people have seen you as that go-to person. And then when it comes to hiring team members, so say you want to bring on subcontractors to support you with your client work so you can bring in clients. The problem is if you're doing too many things, it becomes impossible to train those people, to bring them into your processes, or to even know where they could fit in if your work for your clients is inconsistent. So when you do have a specialty like podcast management, you're doing the same work for your clients week after week. So it's easy to be like, to hire a team member and have them take over certain parts of the process. Like, hey, you're gonna use these templates to create the marketing graphics and I'm gonna edit the episode and publish it. So you can start to separate out these different tasks. You can bring on subcontractors and train them really easily. And as a unicorn VA, that possibility is just not really there. So again, my purpose of today's episode is not to shame you if you've been operating as a unicorn VA. My purpose is to open your mind up to the possibility. Um, Once you do choose your specialty for your business as a unicorn VA, the options are so open to you. If you haven't heard my podcast episode about choosing a specialty as a unicorn VA, there's actually an episode where I lay out four of the best specialties for multi-talented folks so that you can start to think about how can I use my tech skills, my project management skills, my creative skills, but in a structured way that's going to allow me to scale my business, take the driver's seat in my business, find more structure, find more time and financial freedom, create those dynamic packages, make it easier for clients to find me online. So definitely listen to that episode or take my Spotlight Your Specialty workshop if you haven't yet. And again, I would love to hear from you about what came up for you during this episode. Is this where you're at in your business right now? Are you that unicorn VA doing everything for everyone? What could you let go of? What could you decide that you're not going to offer anymore? And what is that magical specialty that will allow you to make the most of your unicorn VA skills? I'd love 
love to hear from you. Um, you can send me a DM um, at, at the Sharon Nissen on Instagram. I'd love to hear what you're dealing with in your business right now. I love hearing from you guys. So let me know what you thought about this episode and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. If you liked this episode, I'd love for you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It makes me feel more connected to you and helps new folks find the podcast. So I finally found an outlet for all of my unicorn gifts by specializing in podcast management. And in my upcoming live workshop, I'm going to show you how I became a valuable asset to my clients and transformed my own business. The workshop is called Not Your Basic Podcast Manager, Four Steps to Becoming a Profitable and In-Demand Podcast Pro. And inside, I'll be teaching you what it takes to stand out from the rest as a podcast manager. Join me to learn how to find your podcasting special sauce, how to take a leadership role with clients, my process for helping clients create a strategic and intentional plan for podcast content, and my secrets behind building streamlined systems for podcast production. If you've been thinking about getting started with podcasting or wanting to take your current podcasting skills to the next level, you won't want to miss this. This live workshop is happening on October 27th my birthday. <laughs> Register now at notyourbasicpodcastmanager.com. That's notyourbasicpodcastmanager.com.